With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puppies and kitties, books and movies. Yes, we love these. Listen to this podcast, please. Hello, and welcome to a very sexy edition of Book Squad Goals, The Other Sewed. Because it's not that mini, but it is other. Yeah, we're giving up on the mini sewed moniker because that's just ridiculous. It's dishonest, is what it is. Yeah. We can't hold ourselves to it. Nope. No, we're not accountable at all. But to introduce you to this new format, we did a sexy sewed. So this is going to be about... Fifty Shades Freed, the so-called climax of the Fifty Shades Oof. of Grey trilogy. That is not my choice of words. That is what the trailer calls it. That's and their every official marketing. Stupid review and stupid poster. Um, if that were true, this movie should have been about ten seconds long because that is how long it takes Anastasia Steele to climax in every sex scene <laughs> with minimal foreplay. She right? immediately starts coming like before he even touches her. Which is only one of my problems. <laughs> and there are a lot. Uh, we are going to spoil this for you. So if you haven't seen it, I would say maybe don't even waste your time just yeah. this instead. Because, like, let's be serious. I cannot recommend yeah, it no, to you. So, so um, <laughs> yes. Uh, by way of introductions today, uh, I think we can just talk about how many of these other shitty movies we've seen. Because this is the third and final, thank God, um, if you've read the books or not. And then your rating for the movie. And since this is not Goodreads, I would like you to give a percent out of 100, like Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, all right. So much freedom. Yeah. We, yeah. Shall we do guest first? Yes, guest yeah. first. We have a guest. Elizabeth is our guest. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Elizabeth. Welcome, Elizabeth. So I have Welcome. to, I'm setting the precedent for the percentage. Yep. Okay, yes. I've actually seen the other movies. Um, they're actually Ooh. all very different. Uh-huh. I didn't think I'd see this one mm-hmm. until I was asked to see it. I uh, spoiled myself <laughs> on it because I was so irritated with the last movie. Because it turned, it looked like it was just turning into a love story. Not a sexy love story. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of knew what I was getting into with this. But uh, overall... There was more sex, so it does get a little bump in the percentage for somebody's uh-huh. enjoying this in a softcore porn sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe a 20%. 20%. Okay. All right. Good deal. I'll take it. Um, this is Emily. I am the one who asked Elizabeth to go to this movie, so she was my date to this movie. Um, my phone was also my date to this movie. Because <laughs> I kept checking it to see how much longer I fucking had to watch this thing. 
Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? Like, one of my big complaints about the first two movies was that they're, it, it, for a movie that's supposed to be, like, catered to women and female sexuality, there was a lot of just, like, focusing on Anastasia's bod and, like, not Christian's bod. Not that I'm, like, super attracted to Jamie Dornan or anything, but, I mean, come on. Um, so I will say at least this, at least this movie had a like shower scene where we just kind of like lingered on him a little bit brooding in the shower and we like almost saw his crotch. It was so close. Um, we got, we got some of his butt in there. So I do appreciate that maybe they've like listened to feedback and are like, okay, fine. Like here's a little bit for you ladies. Well, and fun fact, they tried apparently to offer or to give Jamie Dornan like $1.5 million or something if he would show his dick in the movie. And, and he wouldn't like, do it? No. What yeah, an he asshole. wouldn't do it. Oh my Highest God, I would show ever, so right? much more than that for so much less yes. money. <laughs> well, and my question is like, why not a prosthetic, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, we've made those. Yeah. Oh, yes. Elizabeth Elizabeth is also our filmmaking expert. So as she just said, it would be very easy to make a prosthetic, right? So yeah. she's going to be giving I don't know if I can bits. spoil anything about another project, but there was definitely prosthetic balls that were heavily groped. Okay. Well, High quality. In a mystery project? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the percentage, percentage, I'm intrigued. like, I feel like I have to agree with you on percentage because like, I don't want to like go over under on you. Cause then I feel like I'm wanting up, trying to like one up you one way or another. Sorry. That's the rice. Our rice is done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to say 20 sounds about right. Because I guess like 20% of me enjoyed laughing at it so yeah <laughs> there there we go all right well i'm gonna take it down <laughs> to a 10 Woo! take it down it Putting was it in awful. half cut it in half it was awful i mean i guess my experience was uh influenced by the fact that i saw it by myself at 11 30 a.m <laughs> The sexiest time of day, some The say. sexiest time And everyone of day. there was probably like, this woman is a creep. There were so many people there. It was all quiet, by themselves. Like, quiet, middle-aged women. <laughs> and me. <laughs> and I, too, kept checking my phone because it was boring. And there was one part of the movie, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, where audibly in the theater, I said, What? <laughs> Oh my god, I was can't wait. Was it the spoon, spoon feeding? No, weirdly no. I can't wait. It wasn't it even is. a sexy part. Because I can actually think of like three things you might have said that to. So I can't wait to hear it. I said that actually a lot during my screenings. Mm-hmm. So. I laughed at stuff I don't think was supposed to be funny. I like, I didn't have any snacks. <gasps> you didn't no. have snacks. It was snacks. just 11.30 a.m. Me alone. Oh, nope. This I had was a popcorn. So That's why you're giving it a 10. My it, god. Was, it was kind of miserable. I will say I have seen the other two movies. The first movie, like a big group of girls went to go see it and it was fun just to like get dressed up and go the second movie i think emily and i saw it yeah i would like to say also the first the first movie we saw with a big group of girls and james uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway. that's true it doesn't sound like a girl's name no 
E.L. James? Then (laughs) I have read like half of the first book. And we used to, when I was in my master's program, we used to use the first Fifty Shades of Grey book as like a party game. And you had to read passages from it and keep a straight face and not criticize it. And like. That sounds tough. That sounds uh, tough. Uh, yeah. Is it, it a was. drinking game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't play it that way, but like, a lot of people yeah. did. Okay. It sounds like we also did it with James to. Joyce's letters to Nora. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Which, Which are were... probably sexier than this. Uh, if you like poop. Oh my oh, god. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> sexual. I take it back. Term. I take it back. It's at least more interesting. <laughs> that does sound more interesting. It sounds racier. In my than... defense, haven't read them. <laughs> they are racy. It's they're they're rough. <laughs> they are rough. Would you watch a movie version of them? Mm-mm. Oh, because of the you, poop, I don't probably. think you could do a movie version. Two Girls, One Cup? No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's the only poop reference I know. I'm sorry. Poop related Except to like James Joyce, Nora, and <laughs> One Cup is what it would have oh. been. And there, are, and this is like such a tangent, but some of the letters James Joyce will start off and say, "My dearest Nora, you didn't respond to my last letter. What did I say to offend you?" And I'm like, "Uh, the whole letter, the poop stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's the poop stuff." <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so I'm Kelly, and I saw this movie today. Um, and the benefit, I guess, of seeing this movie where I live is that I don't think there was a single person in the theater who was there like for real. (laughs) I'm pretty sure everyone there was there to just make fun of it because there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, There was a lot of laughter in our theater as well. Yeah. So that makes it better. I think silence in my theater. (laughs) I'm going to give it like, I'm going to go with like 14. I think. (laughs) Oh, cutting it in the middle. I see. Yeah. I mean, I think I, there were, I enjoyed laughing at it for sure, but also you can't ignore just how poorly constructed the plot is, how flat the characters are. Like on a, (laughs) no, I mean, no, like no. (laughs) And on just like a level of like a filmmaking level, like other than production value, this thing is such garbage. Here's the question, it's though. So do you bad. blame the book or do you blame the movie? Uh, I blame Both, the book. I yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's a way that you could have... You certainly could have made this movie more entertaining by, I don't know, like, making it NC-17. But other than that, like, there's no way you could have made a good movie out of this material unless you completely changed the entire thing. I have a quick question for you, Kelly, because I thought about you a lot during this movie, during the, uh, during the, oh yeah, during the sex scenes. No. uh, (laughs) She's like, I wonder what Kelly's doing right now. Yeah. I wonder (laughs) what Kelly thought when, you know, that ice cream was getting licked off of Listen, yeah. I was so scared. Actually, we can talk about this. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> but I did I have a question for you specifically about how you felt yes. about the publishing company scenes. Well, so – Okay, my favorite, my favorite part, honestly, is when she is, like, talking to the people around her and she goes, 
Um, yeah, just increase the point size by two on the entire document. <laughs> yes! yes. We have the like, same reaction. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? That was the most arbitrary <laughs> bit of information I can imagine someone giving in that environment. And also, like, to increase a point size by two is going to take a whole redesign of your thing. It's going to be, like, literally, like, twice as long. Because that is, like, two point sizes bigger. You're, you're... I won't, I don't need to get into this, but it was infuriating. But yeah, it's not like going into your Word doc and like highlighting everything and changing it. Yeah, like, no, it's like, <laughs> it changes the whole thing. Also, the, that book cover, that book cover that was oh, featured heavily. Oh my God. My friend, I, my friend who I was with is I'm also sorry. a graphic designer and we were sitting next to each other and when that showed up on the screen, we just like looked over at each other in silence and then like look back at the screen like there were no words oh, that no. we could speak like they could but this it was, was a high budget movie they couldn't get a better looking cover than that i don't believe but to that. be honest like it wasn't unrealistic because let me tell you there's some really bad book covers out there and <laughs> so like the the publishing company that she works at is an independent publishing company based out of seattle which is like i'm not sure how things are at independent presses necessarily because I work at like a large publishing house. So it's hard for me to say how realistic it was, but the fact that she got a promotion to fiction editor in like what how what is the time span of these movies? Like less than two years. Also, yes. she wasn't even there when she got the promotion. Yeah. Yeah. She they were like, <laughs> you got a promotion and you weren't here. Yeah, but she it's said like, it in a way where she knew that it was mm-hmm. not yeah. normal or cool. But it was just it's like, do you, don't you have to, like, you while you were gone? discuss terms? Like, isn't there a contract? Like, don't you have to just, like, do some salary negotiation? You can't just, like, oh, get a promotion without Oh, you've never had a dis- surprise promotion? <laughs> Where it was, I guess, I guess it already happened, and they just told you about it after? Yeah. I hope you're pouring no. wine. I fucking hope that is wine. <laughs> Because you're going to need um, it. Damn. Ooh, it's bubbly. It's sparkling rosé. Which yeah. they did drink a lot of rosé or fosé. <laughs> yeah, they did. In the, yeah. in the movie. I'm drinking a, a too sweet uh, Bordeaux wine of some kind, but I'm that seems appropriate for this. ginger lime diet coke. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so hot. I drank two glasses of wine at dinner, but now I'm I'm not drinking anything She's at the moment. Sober. But it, that might change. Yeah. So... I guess I'll go this now. This podcast is um, a drinking game. <laughs> yeah. Every time Kelly laughs at one of her own jokes, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hear vocal fry. You guys are already Shit. wasted. Ha ha. Um, okay, yeah. Hi, I'm Susan, and I saw this movie last night, and luckily I had a friend who wanted to go with me, so I took someone. And um, I have seen the other two, however. Oh, I, I forgot think- to say that part. I saw, oh, it's fine. I saw the first one, um, like, once it was on HBO streaming service. <laughs> so, and I was like, this movie's ridiculous, but whatever. It was kind of, like, bad fun. The second one, same situation, tried to watch it on HBO, but I think I fell asleep, like, halfway through, because I don't remember anything after that, like, that seems masquerade right. party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was bored. I know I was bored. Um, and, like, obviously not turned on, because I just, like, fell asleep. Um <laughs> So this one's the first one I've seen actually in a theater. I've not read the books and I don't want to because I have also played that drinking game and I was like, I've seen enough. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm i going to give it like a 16%. Uh, so they keep cutting them in half. I decided on 
the 16 before any of you spoke. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm kind of glad to know that you're in the same range. But, yeah, I mean, it was just really bad. Like, I didn't enjoy any of it. And when it ended, I was like, that's it? Mm -hmm. That's the end? And my friend Tiffany, who I was with, was like, wait, this can't be the end because that's not how the book's in it because she read them. And she was like, just give it a sec. There's going to be like a another thing. And there was little. Uh, yeah. So at our theater, like we were getting ready to leave when like the kids popped up on screen. And this woman like yeah. screams like, oh, my God, Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly. Like she was freaking <laughs> out. Oh, no. Oh, she I was feel so really excited. bad for anyone that got that excited about something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. She but was real excited. I think that even made it worse at the end. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> just, I was like, now I'm less interested. That was honestly worse possible. than the epilogue at the end of the seventh Harry Potter book. Girl, I was just thinking that. And that's that. saying something. It was worse than the Hunger Games epilogue as well. Oh. Um, <laughs> which I also did not care for. The happily um, ever after. Yeah. Epilogues Yeah, I don't suck. need to know that. I don't need to know or care, but anyway. I hate like, epilogues. I, I did not enjoy this. Um, I found it very boring. It almost, and I'll get into the question of was it sexy or not in a little bit, but I think you know where I stand based on my lukewarm attitude. So, <laughs> so let's talk about the plot. Okay. Uh, I say Shouldn't that short, loosely. Short and sweet. Yeah. Since we don't have Goodreads for this, although I guess I could read the Goodreads book summary, but I won't. Uh, I'm going to read the Rotten Tomatoes very quick little summary. Believing they have left behind shadowy figures from their past, newlyweds Christian and Anna fully embrace an inextricable connection and shared life of luxury. But just as she steps into her role as Mrs. Gray and he relaxes into an unfamiliar stability, new threats could jeopardize their happy ending before it even begins. Or it's the same old threats. Yeah. You know, like lying and... Having really unhealthy views of what a relationship is, and, <laughs> you know, being you might say those are the bigger threats to them. Yeah, <laughs> you might say so. We that's not actually that descriptive. So let's just kind of talk through the plot a little bit. Um, it starts with Christian and Anna's wedding. I will say I loved that dress. Which I don't dress even was great. The dress not like. sure what she was going for with the bun, and I, I like a bun, but I was not into that bun. <laughs> I have with the dress several issues with that fucking wedding. First of all, you wasted a ton of money getting a wall of goddamn roses behind you. That could have been cotton balls. Yeah, it didn't look good. <laughs> and you know that money is thousands no issue of dollars. Here. It still didn't look good. I don't care. It still didn't look good. So that was a waste. Secondly, why did you change into that terrible pink pantsuit? Because she's trying to got- show no. that she was trying pants? to wear the pants. No. I, because I in her like mind, no, no, she no, has no. some degree of dominance over him. I am 100% against an outfit change at a wedding. You bought that fancy-ass wedding dress. You're going to wear it one time in your entire goddamn life. Just keep it on for the entire fucking wedding, goddammit. That dress probably cost like thousands of dollars. It seemed like she did. It seemed like she just changed clothes to leave. No, no. You keep Mm -mm. assuming that these people care about how much money something costs. Thirdly, thirdly, she throws her bouquet before she gets in the limo at the end of the wedding 
And I'm like, that is not when you throw a goddamn bouquet. That is not when you do it. Also, I swear they had, like, a stunt double throw the bouquet because she, like, turned around and, like, whipped her arm out. And, but you didn't, like, see the bouquet in her hand. And That's then it, hilarious. like, cuts it's to the possible. person catching it. Honestly, that makes like, me that think completely that possible. Dakota Johnson, Dakota Johnson's arms are so weak. That she <laughs> can't throw a bouquet. They were like, we got to get in a, a double in here. Like, she was hey. like, this wasn't in my contract. She was probably changing into her other wardrobe outfit. And they got the shot off while she wasn't even there. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Probably. Oh, man. See, I was right. They brought in some other saltine cracker of a woman to throw it. Anyway, <laughs> so, so like they get married and they move in together and Christian's really controlling, which is shocking. They go on their honeymoon and then it gets cut short when they discover that someone has set a bomb off <laughs> in his money chamber. I don't even fucking know. It was the server. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not really a big deal. It never comes up again. Yeah, well, because she's like, luckily, our high-tech fire extinguishing system really paid off Mr. Gray. Oh, I, I spaced out during that part. Oh, God. And then he's yeah. like, it's okay. So dumb. But then for some reason, they have to end the honeymoon and go back. Uh, like, basically, that's okay. I don't care. And I'm like, bitch, you are in France right now. Yeah, yeah, but he has a jet, care. and they can go whenever he, yeah. he wants. I mean, at least we got lots of shots of them, like, wandering through France where there's there no one else There were so on the many street. outfit, like, changes during the France montage. Like, she had so many different dresses she had to get through. I will yeah. say that definitely catered to the female audience probably more than the sex scenes did. Where it's yeah. like the, um, mm-hmm. yeah. basically like the outfit porn, you know? Yeah. Like, Lady, it's like she's wearing like the all these cute one. dresses, yes. and she's in France. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, look, yeah. what happens if you get married? You get outfit porn. <laughs> You're in happy France. forever. <laughs> Only if you marry outfit someone porn. super rich. Yeah. Key point. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, did you mean a, a 27 year old billionaire, which is what was established in the first movie? So by now he's what maybe 28 and a half, um, <laughs> yeah. and is still a billionaire and super emotional. Right. I believe sure. that. I believe it. Sounds totally plausible. Anyway, nope. so they go back to his money room and... <laughs> I mean, essentially, like, the big plot point of the movie is that editor comes back, right? Yeah, so her yeah. boss from her Who job I forgot before. about almost altogether, probably because yeah, I fell too. asleep. <laughs> I read the plot synopsis of the both of the first two movies before I left because I was like, I don't remember anything that happened in these. And then I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, in the second movie, when she gets hired at this publishing company, the, like editor there is like act like a huge creep and basically like comes on to her and then like attacks her when she's not interested and he gets like fired and very hollywood all this shit yeah and then like he comes back in like very like at the end of the last movie during like like right before the credits like the two of them are like kissing or something and like it's he's like standing like off to the side like on a little island like watching through binoculars and like smoking a cigarette and it's like what the hell like he's suddenly turned into like a bond villain and then he comes back in this movie and just basically does like creepy stalkery things even though he had a really good education Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Right. God. <laughs> and could have been somebody too had that other group of parents adopted him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. so we get this weird oh, establishment that I forgot about that already and I saw this yesterday. Like 
That's how like dumb we this find is. out that he was part of the same foster family as a child as Christian, and he's mad at Christian and trying to get going to such great lengths, which is what they say about thirteen times throughout the film, um, going to such great lengths to get to them. Um, what other way can you possibly express it? It's like it can't just because he's so in love with me. Uh, it must be something else. Um, so what it is is that he's mad because Christian got adopted and he didn't, and he's mad about it by a rich he's like, family. I could have had all that money. It really, it makes no sense though because clearly this guy had a job as an editor. The problem was that he kept sexually assaulting people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, Relevant. You probably could I don't have think been someone <laughs> sleeping and blackmailing, sleeping with and blackmailing all the women you work with. Like maybe that would have helped. Yeah, like maybe you could keep a job. Yeah, maybe you should get some contracts. Attacking people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's also like, you ruined my life, Anastasia. I was like actually laughing even though it was horrible because he, he ends up like kidnapping like the sister Rita Ora. Rita Ora. Rita Ora. <laughs> who is like, there's no fucking way. Why is I Rita mean, Ora... Like, in this movie. It makes no, like, none of those family members, like, yes, Christian is adopted, so whatever, but that entire family looks like they are just, like, extras, like, pulled in. Like, they, none of them look like they could even possibly be related to each other. Yeah. I mean, they, they're all adopted. Are they all adopted? I don't think so. (laughs) They appear to be. Who knows? They look like they are, but I thought he was adopted and the other two weren't. That's even know. more confusing, to be honest. I don't you know. Maybe I'm wrong. Because you one of them is Rita Ora. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that guy kidnaps Rita Ora. Yeah, and then he te- like makes Anastasia come. And yeah, get- he makes her come. <laughs> <laughs> Intense. He like calls slot. her and he's like, I have Rita Ora. <laughs> and she's like, pop sensation, Rita Ora. And he's like, you need to bring me... <laughs> Five million dollars. And one time host of ANTM, Rita yeah. Ora. Rita Ora, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that Rita Ora. Yeah. So he is asking her to, because she quote unquote ruined his life, she has to bring him five million dollars in cash in two hours or he's going to kill Rita Ora. And she's like, I don't know why I should care about this. I don't know Rita Ora. But actually she does because it's Christian's sister. So she goes to the bank. Oh, okay. I have to talk about this because I was so upset. <laughs> she goes home to change into her so-called, like, like heist outfit or something and puts on, like, a sweatshirt. At least she changed. And, like, I was happy about that. Okay, but instead of putting on, I don't know, running shoes, she puts on Converse, okay? Like, her idea of, like like, quick-acting getaway shoes is Converse. That shit is fucking heavy. You can't run in those. Like, what is she yeah, thinking? And as if she doesn't have running shoes. Her closet is, like, the size of farmland. It's uh, insane. That bitch has never run anywhere. That's why she does not know what to put on her feet. No, no. We, we saw her running in the second movie. She did go for a run at some point. I'm pretty sure. Right. She I'm gonna probably call did. that body double also. Yeah. Body. Well, her body anyway, went for a run in the last yeah. movie. My point so. is, I find it shocking that she does not own like fancy ass <laughs> Nikes or something. Like, yeah, it's unbelievable. So anyway, then she goes to the bank, um, and like basically goes to the teller dude and is like, "I need five million dollars." And he's like, "We don't really do that." And she's like, "Please." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> let me just make a phone call." <laughs> 
to and her then, husband for permission. Yeah, so then he calls her husband and brings the phone out, and Christian's like, Anastasia, is this about this morning when we had a fight? And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, That's something's wrong. a pretty wrong. good impression of what happened. <laughs> and she's like, Christian. And he's like, give her whatever she wants. Yeah, and then he says, give her whatever she wants. And then he's like, put me in the car and take me to the place. Um, She's in trouble. She's in trouble. I can tell by her weird moan sound. (laughs) So she uh, goes to the place where he has Rita Ora, and he's like her old editor. And he's like, basically like, you ruined my life, bitch. I want my life back. And then he like hits her in the face. And then he kicks her in the (laughs) stomach. And she like falls to the ground. And then she takes Wait, out Wait, but a what gun. about the baby? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we well, haven't even addressed that. By the way, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> because she was too busy for her shot. Oh, yeah. Also, she got pregnant. And Christian's like, ugh, gross. Yeah. She's Why? like, I forgot to take my shot. <laughs> I was too busy having And he's fun. like, God damn it, you idiot. What did I tell you? And in this universe, there is no other solution to this problem. <laughs> I don't want this baby, but I guess we're going to have to make it work. <laughs> I mean, she seemed like she wanted yeah, it. I yeah, think she I love it. Want it. Yeah, but he's like, ew, bye. Like, <laughs> I can't even share you with a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is such a problem for me. God This damn. is something I want to talk about. Yeah. This was the part of the movie where I said, what? This yeah, man's jealous loud. of a fetus to the point where... He seems like he might kill someone about it. Like, hashtag well, mommy the, the thing is, is, like, the first thing <laughs> he says when she says that she's pregnant is, oh, no, you're not going to want to have sex with me anymore. That's the main element this of This is how it starts. This is how it starts. <laughs> Those are his exact words. This is how it starts. And Anastasia, to her credit like gives him a response that's pretty good and says i think we both know this isn't true or else there would be no siblings Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like don't worry i will have sex with you at least one more time to make our second child right i just like which spoiler that happens Mm -hmm. yeah yep I can't wrap my head around that because, like, if we if we go ahead and forgive him for first having like the worst reaction ever to her being pregnant, and we forgive him for you know, like he can feel what he feels, whatever. If we push everything else aside, he's still insinuating that her only use to him is sex mm-hmm. uh-huh. because he's saying oh, now you're not going to have sex with me anymore. And that's what I get out of this well, relationship. Well, it's because he's yeah. so into monogamy with her. horrible. <laughs> I mean, that is horrible. Like, that's saying essentially, like, I don't enjoy your companionship. I don't enjoy your personality. I don't think you're smart. I don't appreciate your individual accomplishments. You're a body that I like to have sex well, with. Well, to be fair, she has no personality. That is that true. is true. She has more. Neither does than he. he. Does. <laughs> yeah, I, no, they're both. It is like a piece of white bread and a potato interacting for two hours. Which one? I think a potato has more personality, so she's probably the so potato. she's probably the potato. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a slice of white bread. I just I was appalled 
Yeah. I mean... And I could not believe that that was part of the script that they actually filmed and put in the movie. There were several pieces of the script I couldn't believe got through one person, much less what I assume are a team of people who okayed it and said, yeah, put it on screen. Like, there's no way for him to be a sympathetic character. Like, I can't believe that anyone would, like, like see his behavior and be like, wow, I wish I had a man like that. Like, no. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I think what I would have done is I would have gone to the bank, gotten that $5 million, and when he was on the phone like, Anastasia, are you leaving me? I would have been like, yes. Mm -hmm. I would have gotten in my car, left Rita Ora with the killer, and just gone. You would sacrifice Rita Uh, Ora? Pop sensation Rita Ora? (laughs) Yeah. I think I would free Rita Ora first, or I would take Rita Ora with me, and I'd be like, I mean, you're hotter than him, so you're maybe like, we can get make fierce, this work. bitch. Get in the car. Yeah. Yeah. That's an ANTM reference. Anyway, I sort of got off the, the plot points. Yeah, because I wanted to explain how appalled I was. Oh, sorry. She got kicked in the stomach, and the reason that's a big deal is because she's because pregnant. Because she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah. But don't worry. Everything's fine. Yeah. So we, fo- we found out earlier in the movie that she was pregnant. He goes to get... This was, like, actually the day before. Uh, she's, like, five minutes pregnant. She's five minutes pregnant. She finds out she's pregnant because the doctor... Like she, like, goes to the doctor. I don't even know. She, like, seven. throws up or something. Six know. to seven weeks. She she's <laughs> pregnant. She goes yeah. to the doctor. She gets... She finds out she's pregnant. She tells him. He goes out and gets drunk and comes back hours later, like... Bleh. I'm drunk and I hate babies. Like the worst drunk acting I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really bad. Just like, he is hey really bad. there, darling. He's How just are you? A I'm good it makes actor. me think he's never been drunk before. Yeah, well, maybe he Or hasn't. acted before. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't. Well, no, he was in Marie Antoinette, so we know that's not true. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was him. Oh, my God, weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but back to the point. Uh, she gets kicked in the stomach. She's like, mm, and falls over. And then luckily she took a gun from his desk that was in his desk because his crazy ex-girlfriend, yes, his crazy ex-girlfriend for real, um, <laughs> tried to shoot him or her or something. And he kept her gun. And he's like, she was already in enough trouble. Which Anastasia finds out that the gun is in his desk when she goes looking for scissors while she's giving him a sexy haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And then she finds the gun and she comes back and, like, leans over him. She's like, why is there a gun in your desk? And he's like, I don't know. It's the girls. I didn't want her to get in trouble. And then she's like, he's like, I'll take care of it. Does he take care of it? No. No. The gun is still in his desk. It's also a loaded gun. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't take the bullets out. Not, like, there was no effort. It's like rafting It's a loaded gun. Yeah. And it's a loaded gun that she later shoves into the back of her jeans and I just kept waiting for her to accidentally shoot herself in the butt. (laughs) Never happened. If anyone was gonna do that, it's Anastasia Steele. Like, yeah, I mean, she did trip into a room on her first encounter with Christian Grey, so I could see herself <sighs> shooting herself in the butt. God. I could see her shooting yeah. herself in the butt. Yeah, because she's there's no way she can handle a gun. No. <laughs> but she does, actually. She gets kicked. She can just handle that D. To the ground. She pulls... <laughs> oh, God. All right. Sorry. <laughs> she pulls the gun out and shoots the guy in the leg. She's like, stop this! And shoots him in the leg, and he falls over, and then she passes out. Uh, 
then she gets taken to the hospital and Christian's like, Anastasia, now that I have seen you uh, on the ground, I know that I want to have this baby with you. Like, all that happened was she got kicked and then she, like, passed out. Well, he had a like, premonition of I was that. like, remember? He said, I, I had yeah, a dream had and you're on the concrete. So he's supernatural. Yeah. yeah. So I guess this is a slightly supernatural story in some sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He is Edward. Yeah, Twilight. that's true. Yeah. That's true. So. He's like, I know I want to have this baby with you now, but also please, like, you still have to promise not to like the baby more than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then like, he we'll cries. Figure it out. But please don't like it more than me. He has, like, one tear slip out of his tear duct, and she's like, are you crying? Come here. And then they, like, cuddle in the hospital bed. <laughs> Do her voice the rest of the time, because it's my It's favorite. not even fair, because I don't – I like Dakota Johnson, and I feel bad for her that she, like – at the yeah. beginning of her re- career got roped into this because obviously like she wasn't a known actress like what are you gonna do like say no like to millions this of is dollars a huge opportunity yeah. it's billions of dollars and i don't think she does a bad job but she's doing it's what she has the to the script is so she's bad way better than he is well yeah he's like phoning it in a hundred percent she's like committing but like there's only the so pro- much you can but- do yeah, there's always so much you can do with terrible material, and like they just don't have chemistry. No, they which is a major other. fucking problem because the whole point of this <laughs> is all based on chemistry. Like watching so, them try to look lovingly into each other's eyes is actually really funny. And okay, yeah, they are like, I hate you. Under no circumstances yeah. would I fuck you ever. But let's put ice cream on each other because shit. I took oh, notes boy. during this, and the first thing that I wrote during their wedding scene. When they read each other's, when they read their, they don't even read vows. They're just like, I love you. And <laughs> oh, by the way, there's no way anybody in that audience at that wedding was able to hear anything they were saying because they were whispering to each other. Just yeah. More wedding critiques for you. That's what I'm here for. All right. Continue. So the first thing I wrote down in my notes is the worst acting he does is when he smiles. Because <laughs> seriously, I have never seen a more soulless smile than Jamie Dornan's <laughs> smile. He smiles just with his mouth. And But don't you think Christian Grey would have a soulless smile? Maybe, but like I don't know. I haven't really read like I haven't read the books. You don't need to. So, how do I know if he smiles genuinely? I feel like he must if she loves him, right? Maybe no. not. He's got I can't a lot of money. Out why anyone loves anyone. Like we're supposed to here. believe that he's genuinely happy, and I just can't believe it. <laughs> I feel like this whole movie, I just give it a head shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask Elizabeth how she felt from a filmmaking standpoint. How did you feel about this movie? Any like the, any big things you noticed about the filmmaking? <laughs> No, I was just trying to picture the crew lumbering around while these people were running around naked for the 20% of the film, I guess I agreed was worth 20% seeing, even though it wasn't good. Somebody probably enjoyed it. Um, The only thing I thought about during the ice cream sequence was how many times they had to wipe the ice cream off of their bodies with wet wipes and how much wet wipe they were actually Mm -hmm. licking versus the ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) What I thought about the ice cream sequence was I was so afraid that he was going to spoon feed ice cream into her vagina. That's what it looked – the shot was set up to look (laughs) like. Yes. Yes. I was like – It was. And I was like, 
Like, nom, nom, nom. I can't imagine anything less. He was, like, airplane spooning the ice cream into her vagina. <laughs> they did that. They said that somebody was getting a laugh about that on set. I can almost That's guarantee That's hilarious. You. Oh, my God. It was so a- scary. Airplanes flying it in to the hangar. That yeah. is terrifying thing And can you imagine how that would feel? It would feel like a yeast infection. Oh. I got to say, this did not occur to just me. It's like, don't put sweets in someone's vagina. I just kind of imagined, like, when she was licking it off his chest and you could see, like, the chest hair, which this is fine. I acknowledge, like, hair is a part of life. But I just kind of imagined her pulling back and, like, picking oh, it yeah. out of her Especially teeth. Especially when she then go like, like, there is probably pubic hair involved uh, yeah. in this licking of ice cream off of bodies. Like, look, Y'all, that's the reality of is just it. a part of sex. And that's fine. It's going to get that's in your fine. teeth sometimes. This but, is like, just what but ice cream is not no. n- just a part of no. sex. No. This is, like... <laughs> teenager idea of what might what might be yeah. sexy. I don't yeah. ever want to have ice cream and pubic hair in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> it's a one or the other. Yeah. Either ice cream want... or pubic hair. And also, she was like putting the ice cream on his body and touching the spoon to his body and then putting it back in the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream contamination. They I can really afford hope to buy more. nobody else in that house was like, "Ooh, ice cream!" The next day, because yeah, like you better finish off that pint, girl. Or what if you know, like you're going in later to have some ice cream? It's the next day, and there's just pubic hair. In yeah, <laughs> like little hair. See, there are so many problems. Or what if you're like trying to have breakfast at that table the next morning, and you're like, "Why does it smell like sex on the kitchen table?" Like, also, yeah. they were. Sc- she was screaming, and he was like. Try not to wake up the whole house. And she was like, I don't care I don't about care. the rest of the house right now. Uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like are, you're so rude. Yeah, that's like, really fucking rude. I can't. I it's can't. like your siblings-in-law are here. Yeah. <laughs> Rita Ora is going to hear you. <laughs> Pop sensation Rita Ora. Christian's sister at one point was like, you guys are over on the other side of the house so you can make as much noise as you want. Eyebrow wiggle. And I was like, that is your brother. Like, I know. I said that aloud in the movie yeah. theater. File it under things I would never say to my brother. No. So gross. Absolutely not. So gross. Are we answering question number three? The question number three is, is this movie sexy? So I think we have started to get into this point because I think we mostly discuss the plot. I feel like in discussing the plot while we were describing it, I was thinking, gosh, this is a boring plot. We are struggling to even summarize it coherently. Yeah. So is this story interesting? I feel like no. this is no. mostly a series of like weird like things that might be considered romantic to some people just like played out with like some interchangeable villain things I happening. I mean, if, like, emotional abuse is romantic. Yeah. I just feel like it tried to be a a thriller or something. But it's not. Yeah. It's no, not. I mean, it's not. It failed on that front also. And I kept thinking, maybe it'll get real sexy, and then I'll feel better about it at least if it's really bad it'll be sexy and like that's fun but it's not but sexy it's not either. there were at least some sexy scenes which i don't feel like there were really in any of the other movies for more than one or two this at least at the beginning they were peppered in there were lots of scenes with sex in them but i wouldn't call them sex no <laughs> yeah but i'm sure they- it did something for somebody mm-hmm. yeah. okay so when they do go into the red room 
Yes. Which, by the way, her safe word is red. So, like, can you ever really refer it's to the confusing. room? I'm just saying. Okay. It should have been purple. They call it That'd be like my safe purple. word being the bed. Also, I have to say, my friend Julia always calls his jeans his playroom pants. Which <laughs> <laughs> is really there was definitely less pants. That is wonderful. I, how did he not walk out of those pants? Because they were so low slung. I know. The whole time. They're probably taped to him. We call that top stick. <laughs> like, honestly, why wear pants at that Just point? so that we can't possibly chance seeing his dick. That was like the... That was the scene where I thought, like, okay, they're about to do some stuff now, finally. Like, I'm not interested in watching them lick ice cream off each other in a what is almost a romantic kind of, I don't know. Well, I don't get it. I'm here for this. Like, if we're going to do something, let's do this part. And then he, like, gets out a vibrator, touches her a little bit, and, like, is teasing her, but as punishment. Mm-hmm. And, like, she can tolerate a... About 20 seconds of teasing before she's like, red, 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 quit. Well, because she knew he was being <laughs> antagonistic to her. I know, but why are we being punished? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but to be fair, I did think that was really the only time in the movie where they truly acknowledged in any way the emotional abuse going on here because she does stop mm-hmm. him and she says like, she's not stopping him because she doesn't like being teased. She's stopping him because she's like, you are doing this yeah, to this is revenge. Me. Like, yeah, this isn't out of love. This is out of... Uh, but, like, 90% of what he does is out of revenge. Like, this isn't different than most of his behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, it was, like, it, they acted like he had crossed a line. But I was, like, how is, like, he's crossed this line already in different ways. So that's what I don't understand. Like, you can't, sh- her rules for what is unacceptable in their relationship don't really add up or have any... No, because he does this emotional equivalent all the time. Yeah. With, without a vibrator. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. with words and like, ugh, I'm so annoyed at you and I hate you and like, you defied me again. And you're going to have a baby? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> speaking of the BDSM stuff, it was so, like, it's so uninspired. Like, the most we see is him handcuff her wrists to her ankles. I'm like, there has got to be some more interesting stuff you can show me right now. That That's probably my biggest problem with the whole series overall is it's not really showing true bdsm or in a proper light or an educational light because it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be like safe sane consensual which Mm -hmm. never happens and the only time i was even remotely pleased with what they were able to portray was at the very 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 end when it looks like she finally went online and did some research on how to kneel (laughs) she did how to sit and how to treat her master. <laughs> it took this long for her to do that research, which was just kind of weird to me, but at least they acknowledged it. So I guess in some very tiny way that appeased me. Yeah. <laughs> she just needed to do some Google, some Google research. Seriously. Well, you know, like in movie Google. one, she could not figure out what a butt plug is. Even though she Googled what a dominant and a submissive were, butt plug did not come up in her research. She had to ask him in person. But you know what? In movie number three, it's finally time for the butt plugs there moment. It's a glimpse yeah. of butt plugs. And so that's character development. Yeah. She really <laughs> also away, baby. Well, she was a, also, let's just, she was a virgin when this all started. So that's fun. That doesn't mean you don't know things. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I just don't know what a butt plug is. 
The term butt plug is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's yeah. a butt it's plug. It's a plug yes. for your butt. <laughs> what do you think? It, it does what it says on the tin. Like, oh, I wonder where this goes. Your butt, dude. It's a butt plug. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just okay. getting, I'm getting angry. And I don't even care about butt plugs. I know. I was so angry after I left this movie. I just started... Angrily texting later in the afternoon. I thought about it again and got angry again. I started like screaming through Jenny's door, like, come out so I can tell you about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, like I said, I saw this with my friend. I didn't even, we didn't even talk about it afterwards. (laughs) We like rode in the same car all the way back to the office where my car was and never discussed what we thought about the movie. So, because it's pretty (laughs) clear what you think, right? I was like, let's talk about our lives, which are somehow more interesting than that. So yeah. the two people I was with, the second we got out, we just started screaming about how bad it was. And the three of us were like all talking over each other, like trying to get in like what we thought was the worst part. And we talked about it all the way to the subway station. <laughs> just like screaming in the street. So what like, were the no... contenders for worst part? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about what um, the worst parts right. were. Oh, God. I wrote change? some stuff down. I think one of my least favorite parts I mean, we discussed the Converse as running shoes. Also, (laughs) um, so this is kind of like a tangent, but do you, any of you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Or have any of you watched it? Okay, well, there's a character played by Joe Latruglio, and he is always talking about how the most intimate act that you can perform with a partner is washing their hair. And everyone around him is like, shut up. Like, that's disgusting. (laughs) And all I could think about during the haircut scene was, like, him. And I was just like, this is what he meant. (laughs) It was so stupid and bad. Also, the part where she is going to drive his car, and he, because she successfully tells off the architect or whatever... He's like, well, if you can handle her, I guess you can handle this car. And he, like, lets her drive the car. It's a car. How about the fact that she has a driver's license, motherfucker? Yeah, like, the, it makes no sense. And it's super, like, fucking degrading to be like, you can't drive my car. Like, she literally asks him if she can drive and he says no. <laughs> like, it's so gross. Uh, okay, why does he keep, why does he braid her hair? So we can pull it, hopefully. Who cares? Like, it's so weird. Like, he's, like, braiding her hair. And I assumed, like, maybe she asked him, like, will you braid my hair? And then he's, like, done braiding her hair. And she's like, why do you always braid my hair? It's like, <laughs> why, yeah, why do you braid her hair? That's so weird. Like, wait, did you write down boobs in boobland? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I almost did. But it was really dark. And I was kind of sparing with what I wrote down. Um, also, why didn't they talk about having kids before they got married? Well, she had yes, no idea right? that he didn't want to have kids. Does this strike all? you as a marriage that either of them prepared for? No. Yeah, that's okay. true. First of all, apparently she got sexually assaulted a month ago, is what he said. So, like, they had not been engaged for very long before. Like, not a lot of time happened between movie two and movie three. So, right. like... That, like, crazy, elaborate wedding we saw, they probably planned in, like, a week somehow. Mm-hmm. That seems right. Well, he's so, a like, billionaire. I'm sure they didn't talk about very much in between, like, getting engaged and getting married. That's all I'm saying. It's just, like, that's something that you should talk about with someone you're going to spend the rest of your life with before you decide to spend the rest of your life with them. 
Mm-hmm. You'd think. Also, there was a super uncomfortable moment where, I don't know if you guys found this uncomfortable, but I did, where her assistant is, like, eyeing the, uh, her FBI dude. Not no, FBI dude, I was into that. Dude. I wanted to know, like, I was way more interested in their relationship than I was in Anna and Christian's relationship. I didn't have a problem with their relationship. I had a problem with when her assistant was like, "You're he's hot, blah, blah, blah. And then Anastasia goes, down girl to her black assistant. <laughs> it was like very degrading I, and I must have missed uncomfortable. That. I didn't hear that line. Yeah, she says down girl like she's a dog. And it's like really gross. I think I was more focused on the fact that her assistant's name was Hannah. Hannah! I'm like, yes, why did you fucking, fucking name her Hannah? Hannah? Because it sounds exactly like Anna. And, and like, that's really, like, Thank when you. you say it aloud, it sounds the exact fucking same. Two times I was like, wait, why is he, what? Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, her name is fucking Hannah. Yeah. <sighs> there are so many names that don't sound just like Anna. Yeah, like most other names don't. Yeah. <laughs> So those are just a couple of my complaints. I mean, <laughs> I you said like what parts made you uncomfortable the whole movie? Yeah. Well, the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable consistently is just that I do not ever at any point buy them as a couple. No. And that because is they a hate major each other for me. Yeah. <laughs> the two leads notoriously dislike each other in real life. I mean, so, and you know what they're not good at? Hiding that. They're not, you know, like acting. <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems like they don't only, like, not have chemistry. They actually hate each they're, other. They're, like, physically repulsed by each other. They are, yeah. like, repellent magnets. Like, yeah. It, yeah. they are the two same ends of a magnet coming at each other and, like, not quite getting there. And they don't at any point look like they want to fuck. No, they don't. Um, you wrote here, who would you rather see cast? Yeah, I wanted and to know who you guys would rather see cast. This reminds me of the best hashtag ever, which is hashtag not my Christian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because weren't people pissed when he got yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like not my president, but less less serious. Because like Charlie Hunan was supposed to be Christian originally, and then he was sort of like, oh, yeah, this is going to be really terrible for my career, so nah, I'm yeah. not going to do this. And he was already on, like, Sons of Anarchy. He didn't need to... Yeah. And I know um, when... Wait, now I'm getting Twilight and Fifty Shades confused. Which is fair. I wonder yeah. why <laughs> he would get those two things confused with each other. <laughs> they should just put the same cast in. What if it was just them again? It was just Chris and Stuart and Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I wish. Oh, in a God. different role. A slightly different role. <laughs> I would have worked. So was it E.L. James or uh, Stephanie Meyer who was picturing Henry Cavill as the lead male role? I think it was Stephanie Meyer. I don't know. I would have much rather seen Henry Cavill... Doing sex. Yeah, but we all know he never would have gone doing, that. But doing I mean, he was sex. in The Tutor. Also, he'd probably... The Tutor, I bet so. he would take 1.5 mil for a full frontal. Yes. I feel like no one with very much self-respect would have signed on for this because it's like, this book is already a joke even before it becomes a movie. Yeah. Like, everyone already knows that it's but a it joke. But it also has, like, this built-in, as they say in the movie, built-in readership. <laughs> 
god. <laughs> Which equals a built-in viewership. That was also the best thing ever when he, like, came into her office with the numbers and he's like, he's like, look at these pre-sale orders. And she's like, 200,000. And he's like, yeah, ebooks and shit. And they say use some like publishing jargon that doesn't make any sense. And then <laughs> she's he's like, "This is good work. Good job." <sighs> well, after you go home today, we'll move your office again and give you another promotion <laughs> secretly. But I mean, yeah. like the author Ugh. that was visiting her was like way hotter than Christian. Was that the guy from Teen Wolf? Because it looked like the guy from Teen Wolf. It, I think it was. I think it was. Everybody looks like a guy from Team. That is also true. I kind of am liking Henry Henry Cavill instead. Well, no shit. Everyone wants Henry Cavill instead. Come on. But I would. I mean, also like, I feel like he he's good in the Tudors. Mm-hmm. I'm he, not a big know- fan of his Superman. <laughs> we, I I think Stop. regardless of who was in this movie, it would have still been bad. Yeah. It, so, yeah. Well, the script is shit. It's yeah. Like I think shit. Dakota Johnson is fine as in, but I mean in the, as his character. Henry Cavill's in Superman, and that's really bad. So it's not like it's like yeah. oh no, we can't put Henry Cavill in a bad movie because clearly yeah. he does bad movies. But a yeah. lot of it I think could have been saved because the script is always going to be bad. It doesn't matter which two yeah. people oh, you yeah. put in it. But if you at least put two people in it who have some kind of chemistry, it's fun to watch. Like and it, you yeah. when when two actors like really have great chemistry, like you cannot keep your eyes off of them and like that is what this needs. Like I don't care to watch them have sex because they don't care to have it. Yeah. It could have been sexier for sure if they I had a different like, actor. I want like Paul Newman and Elizabeth Taylor in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. That kind yes. of thing. Yes. Like, Except they weren't having sex because he was gay. And they hate each other half the time and they still have more sexual chemistry than It's still did. part writing though. Who are naked. It's both. Yeah. Yes. And I think they I had know. neither. Neither going for it. Oh, no. It's true. There's definitely neither. But I would just, I would like to see, I would just like to see two other people having sex, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> it's rough all over. <laughs> so, shall we get to the reviews? We shall. Yeah. I think we should just kind of read these without much discussion of them, because it seems like they will stand on their own, you know? Yeah. Yes. I gathered some positive and some negatives. Um, there were positive reviews of this movie? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Those what? are the best ones. Okay. Well, it seemed like the positive reviews were user reviews. Yes, yes, yes they were. <laughs> it's not critic, critic reviews. reviews. No, I did not actually find a good critic review. There so. isn't one. And for the record, so far on Rotten Tomatoes, what this actually does have, because I checked after I decided what I wanted to give it, it currently has an 11%. Ooh. So, Mary, you win. Uh, you win the Price is Right situation on... Uh, on that Mary what do you want for your prize um do you want a butt plug no <laughs> two butt plugs wait what's a I butt want, plug okay to not have That's to think about Fifty Shades of Grey again <laughs> okay we'll never talk about it again plug. yeah I can't make any promises oh never mind so starting with uh starting with some critic reviews uh, I just pulled like literal one sentence things out of them because um, that's what Rotten Tomatoes does and it's very convenient for me. So this is J.R. Jones from the Chicago Reader. What a sorry state of affairs for moviegoers. All we want is a little coitus, but all we get is interruptus. Preach. That is a sick critic burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Kate Taylor from Globe and Mail says, Did someone say freed already? Yes, please. Red. 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 <laughs> 
That's the safe word. <laughs> Another sick critic. So she's trying should to have say, been purple, but stop. it's red. Richard right. Roper from Who the Fuck Knows says, well, with little else to keep me interested as the story stumbled along, I did enjoy keeping track of all the trendy names of various minor supporting characters. Like Hannah. <laughs> which yeah. sounds a lot like Anna. And Gia, <laughs> which sounds like Mia. Yeah. Which almost sounds like Rita Aura. Yeah. <laughs> Pop sensation, Rita Aura. Pop <laughs> sensation, Rita Aura. Yeah. Katie Walsh from the Tribune News Service said, I might as it might as well have been called So I Married a Sociopath. Oh, Elizabeth, you get to do this next one. Oh, the long one? Yes, and we will link to this one in the show notes as well. Emily Yoshida from Vulture writes a pretty great review. By the end of Freed, Christian and Anna are no longer a rich man and his middle-class girlfriend, but two rich people telling the tale of how and why they got rich to each other. Doesn't get more deviant than that. She argues that the movie isn't really about sex, it's about money. The sex is just kind of window, just window dressing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about that. This. Was, that was my addendum to the quote, is she argues, Emily Yoshida is a critic that I don't think she really minces words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has had some, like, some counter opinions to sort of, like, what people generally say. And she's not shy about it. Um, but she essentially is arguing in this article that people think about Fifty Shades of Grey as this sexy movie franchise that's just all about the sex but if you look at it from a different angle really it's just about money and the third movie really highlights the money aspect because they're always flying on private jets and honeymooning all over the world and going to aspen for a weekend with all her friends presumably the friends are being paid for by christian um like their flight and stay and everything well, I think his siblings are also rich. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're all rich, but it's like, come on. It wasn't her know, it like, was his siblings, her one friend. Her one friend right. who on more than one occasion has tried to like force himself on her, but yet yeah, still they're friends. So, okay. But like I I mean, we see in the first movie Anna is constantly rejecting monetary gifts from Christian and even in the second movie she does too to some extent but in the third movie she's just like hell yeah I'm rich now and they flaunt their money everywhere I get it like I get it but it really I mean you can look at it as a movie about money yeah yeah well and like she makes a few times like makes a point to like keep her job as like this thing that is hers and like she's worked so hard to get or whatever, and, like, wants to keep her maiden name at her job. And she is, like, never there. Like, she's mm-hmm. mostly just leaving midday to get on a plane <laughs> to go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. And, like, let's also like, talk about how insane it was, how angry he got immediately when he found out that she wanted to keep her maiden name at work. Yeah, uh, I emailed work you and it bounced. Purposes. Oh, my God, I emailed you and it bounced. <laughs> Like relax, you got here thirty seconds ago. She just she just got her new yeah. office. Also, like the first thing you try as soon as she goes to work is email her the email address that she should have now that she has your last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dominance does not equal possessive. Mm-mm. The worst thing about it is that he comes in and says all this, and she's like, she gets mad at him, and then she's like, 
um, would you change your name for me? And then he's like, yes, if it really mattered to you, I would. And she's like, yeah, nah. no, he okay, fucking well, I'll wouldn't. think about it then. No. She should have said, aha, go fuck yourself. You would not. I would have been like, all right, then change it. It does matter to me. Change it. Change it to yeah, steal. That's what I would have done too. Elizabeth, what you just said, Christian dominant steel. does not equal possessive. That's the huge problem with this whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, like, it just they, conflates. They don't get BDSM right at all, which is frustrating. Well, they don't yeah. even get the idea of that. No. Right. Like, yeah. the idea of what it even it, – what any of that means. I mean, Also, right. why not take advantage of the fact that your last names are gray and steel? Gray, steel, hyphenated. Or steel, Too, gray. Yeah, they're not that smart. Too bad one of them steel gray. doesn't have the last name blue because then they could be blue steel. I wish. There was awesome. that Zoolander background in the the bail part. There was this Asian guy sitting there giving like the blue steel face. Watch for that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what to do, which they usually don't because they're background. Elizabeth's oh really good at looking for the extras and how shitty they are at being notice. extras. How shitty they are at being extras. He was. He was what? like staring straight at the camera at one point like, what the fuck do I do? Oh my god. It was during the court scene, guys. So look out for that. <laughs> I'll I'll do that on my next rewatch. <laughs> no, I'm never watching this again. So there are some positive reviews. Yes, there are. And I directly copied and pasted this first one, so that's why it's spelled all so great. weird. Well, I want to read the last one because that's my favorite. It's <laughs> my favorite, too. <laughs> I'll read the first one because okay. it's my favorite. Okay. Toffee R gave it five stars. I think it was the best movie of the trilogy <laughs> and definitely worth it to watch. Their relationship has grown up and he's a a great guy and she's an awesome woman. <laughs> well, like everything about that is wrong. The trilogy also ends with an IE, which is my favorite. Yeah. It's like anthropology. And it's capitalized. <laughs> it's like the store. It looks very like European like that. Like it's a trilogy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna guess this person <laughs> right. is not like an English as a second language speaker and just like bad yeah. at spelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will read the next one. John S gave the movie three stars and says a typical chip flick with boobs. That's yeah, that's well, his entire yeah. review. The three stars were for the boobs. Yeah. I mean, it's a chick flick with boobs. Yeah. I would not call it a typical chick flick. I think that's true. Your average chick flick is a lot better than this. <laughs> That's true. But there are there are a lot of boobs and not a lot of a lot of boobs and zero dick. So yeah, that's correct. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna read Flavio. Okay. Flavio A gave it five stars. <laughs> Love it. They gave us a chemical relationship that we <laughs> hadn't saw at all in the past movies, and the soundtrack <laughs> is pure gold. A chemical. Yeah. Re- that's like reminds me of like when Crystal on The Bachelor said that she gave him every part of herself. I was futuristic. Oh yeah, when she was referring to the fact that she talked about the future. Which she's oh, also God. wife material, fun wife material. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she, she, had that. she gave this movie an eighty-two percent. I bet probably just saying. Um, also, I do have to say about the soundtrack. There is one song in there that I really enjoyed, where the lyrics just over and over again go. Um, good boys, they say good boys go to oh, heaven, yes. bad boys bring heaven to you. <laughs> yes, yes. Was that during the ice cream scene? 
I think so. Or it was during one of the sex scenes, and I was yeah, really yeah. enjoying it. I was like, this is such a good song. Would you say <laughs> pure gold? Yeah. I would okay. say pure gold. Pure gold. Uh, I will say, song. though, that there are a couple of songs from the previous movies. And by a couple, I mean, like, maybe three to four. You mean the T-Swift and Zane song? I did I know enjoy. That's what Actually, no, that's not That's not even what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Weekend song. But anyway. Um, well, yeah, the Weekend is good. So, but yeah, these weren't as good. And then they tried to, like, reprise the Love Me Like You Do, like the Ellie Golding song. Mm-hmm. And it became this, like, flashback scene of, like, all their moments together. And I was like, fucking kill me. Like, I love how one of the moments was, like, him working out and her watching. Like, oh that my was one God. of their tender moments. <laughs> the pommel it's horse. the part where he weirdly lifts They were like, himself. we literally don't have any footage of them looking like they love each other. So, like, here's one where she's looking at something else. We'll cut away. So it looks like she's looking at him. <laughs> On, a, like, a gym horse, like, lifting his entire body into plank with just his <laughs> hands. True horse. love, guys. Yeah, that, was, that <laughs> is one of the tenderest moments of their relationship was that workout. Yeah. Like, Hop they had the so gym few horse, things baby. to go with that they had to use that. Um, Elizabeth, you want to read this next one? The long one again? Mm-hmm. You're our guest. You get to read the long ones. This was the best of the three movies. It was amazing. If you didn't read the book, then then I'd advise you to at least see the first two movies before seeing the last one. The movie was very <laughs> understanding and missing some scenes, but they'll add it onto the DV, DVD since they were unable to put it into the theater version. If you don't like erotica movies, not watch it. Don't give on the movie if you didn't read the books or didn't see the first two. Dakota and Jamie had amazing chemistry, and the follow was almost perfect. I can't wait till it comes out on DVD because apparently he doesn't have a Blu-ray. <laughs> and yeah, and keeps talking about DVDs. When you get the DVD, you'll be able to <laughs> see all those added scenes. So that's yeah. can't wait Whoa. till the VHS comes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right, that was from Anonymous, by the way. Yeah, Anonymous gave that um, five stars. The finale. Yes. <laughs> so did Brian R. Brian R. gave it five stars. He said, "Good flick." <laughs> Got me off. And he's that 20%. That's it. <laughs> good for you, Brian R. It's so good. Like, Hopefully maybe, not in the theater. Maybe he's the one that left the napkins in the theater. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. I sat down and it was, like, full of napkins. Like the <laughs> we were color. not touching those napkins because who knows what happened with those napkins. Brian R. knows. <laughs> that was Brian Listen, R. Listen, one time I sat down in a movie theater and in the cup holder was a small bottle of unlabeled hand lotion. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the worst day of my life. What movie? I don't even remember. It was it not could, a I guess in the movie. middle of the day, it could yeah. be anything because yeah. Yeah. it's just a It doesn't matter. Private and in the cup holder I was a butt plug. everything. <laughs> I hate everything about that story. <laughs> Just the fact that they ripped off the label, too. It's like, this has been, this lotion has been a lot of places. (laughs) Oh, God. It's been going places. It's a travel size (laughs) to-go lotion. Does anyone have anything else to say about this? I hated it. Yes, I do. I have a quick plug to make. Butt plug? A butt plug? A quick butt (laughs) plug to make. No. Um, I I would like to... Do a shout out to Three Parks, which is a wine shop here in Atlanta. 
Elizabeth and I have been chugging a lot of wine during this podcast because how the hell are you going to get through podcasting about Fifty Shades without some wine? Um, and thanks to Three Parks for supplying our wine tonight. You guys rock. Woo. Thanks, Sally, for helping us pick out our wine. You're awesome. That Yay, is my plug. Yay, Sally. Yay. Yay. Sally's a good person. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sally's a good person. <laughs> have social media (laughs) Um, it's a thing we have we're book squad goals on facebook twitter instagram and goodreads please follow us also please make sure even if you don't use itunes or apple podcasts at all just like download it real quick (laughs) and then like press subscribe and then like never open the app again but just subscribe just subscribe just subscribe because that brings us up on iTunes and helps other people find us. So please do that and please give us a rating and review if you truly love us. Um, also, you can email us or leave us comments on any of our social media things. If you have any comments about Fifty Shades of Grey or anything that we've talked about recently, or if you just want to say hi or send us pictures of your pets reading books. Yes, please. Pet pictures. Pet pictures. <laughs> yes. You can email us at booksquad goals at booksquad.ink like a squid for now because spoiler alert we are working on our new website yeah yeah and it's gonna be and then we won't be able to say ink like a squid anymore i'm so sad it's true (laughs) we'll make it a t-shirt on the blog which is booksquad goal no booksquad.ink slash blog (laughs) why can't you remember that (laughs) i don't know it's not gonna be a problem anymore um we have blog posts there, lots of them. Yeah. Um, Mary and I are still recapping Riverdale, though Mary has had to take up the helm for the last couple uh, because I'm not a good person. I think, I think my words were like, I'm driving the Riverdale train or something. I mean, that sounds about right to me. It's what it feels like. It's a wild ride. Kelly, you, you had a post about you had a post about something recently. I did. I had a post about Aziz Ansari and Master of None um, in the wake of the sexual misconduct allegations against him. And sort of a while back, Sally, actually, who we just mentioned, had written a post about Fran- the character of Francesca on season two of Master of None. So not only she is she good at picking out wine, she's also good at analyzing television shows. It's true. She wrote a really great post. Yes. Um, and I sort of wrote a follow-up post sort of, like, reanalyzing um, Francesca because I felt like it was called for, considering what we now know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So check that out. And also check out Susan's America's Next Top Model recaps. Mm-hmm. And Mary yeah. wrote a post recently. Mary, you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, about a video game called Oxenfree that came out in 2016. It's a really wonderful narrative video game about being a teenager and growing up and grief and i just wrote down some thoughts about it and then i read the blog and was so moved that i downloaded it and so now i'm playing that game yay because i have so much time to play video games right now Uh, (laughs) it's a pretty quick game though i mean for anyone wanting to play it it probably is like a 
five or six hour game. Don't tell me that. I want it to last longer. Oh. Well, wow. it, it has infinite replay value, though. Okay, that's good to know. Infinite. I mean, like... Infinite. Infinity. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun to replay again. It's a really pretty game, too, so I've been enjoying that. It is. It. The art design is really cool. cool. If, you want, if you want some previews of what that looks like, there's a lot of nice pics on that yeah. blog entry to check out. Also, one thing... Um, one thing I'm enjoying, this isn't the blog or the podcast, but one thing I'm enjoying is every Monday, <laughs> Emily is trying to live tweet the back. Oh, yes. oh I, I'm glad From someone's enjoying that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. it. Well, I can't enjoy it because I can't read it live. I literally spoil it for myself just so I can read your tweets. <laughs> but oh, I can't ever watch it till the next day. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Or even later sometimes. But yeah. I yeah. know what you tweeted and I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Next time on the podcast, um, Mary. Yeah, next time on the podcast, we're going to be talking about American War by... Omar El-Akkad. Yes. I have started it, and it's interesting so far. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It seems seems like it's it's kind of like alternate future. What if the South seceded... And there was sort of like a second world war, and yeah, but it's interesting because it's not it's it's not doing the super obvious thing that they could do purely about race. They're doing a right. a sort of the secession involves use of fossil fuels and destruction yes. of the planet, but then race also plays a factor. Um, yeah. So I think it's pretty cool and interesting. I'm excited to I start agree. reading it. Very very yeah. excited. Um, so yeah, we ha- that's everything. Oh yeah. Thanks for joining was- us on this very sexy Yay. Valentine's Day edition. What a wild ride it's been. What a wild I hope ride. You enjoyed it. I hope um, you have some been- sex tonight that is better than what you just heard about. And please ice cream. Maybe don't put ice cream on each other. Now, whether the movie was sexy or not, it had sex in it and people appreciated yep. that and it was able to get made at a high budget. So I mean, there's that. Yeah. So they made a movie. There you go. True. <laughs> a high budget movie about average good, sex. Good for them. Good for them. Thank you, Elizabeth, for being here on this very special romantic Yay. Valentine's Thank episode. You, yeah, Thanks, Elizabeth. you are all of our Valentines, really. Aww. We love yeah. you. Yeah. And we love all of you. Yes. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.